Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome in to A to Z Sports. A to Z Sports is Nashville's on-demand sports network. We are powered by the BetMGM app. So go ahead, give us a follow and like on social media. Make sure you're keeping up with all of A to Z Sports content. Every weekday morning at 8, 7 central time, we're streaming right here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We're tweeting out segments to every single show on Twitter at ATOZ Sports. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans coverage. But before we get going today, we have to thank our sponsors for making it happen. They let us bring this to you every day. So they're helping us out. They're helping you out. That's Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. BoneAndJointTN.org and Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Okay, Jack, we have some drama to discuss. The uh, free agent drama, the off-season drama is in full swing and underway with Jeffrey Simmons, who uh, I guess we can go ahead and run back the timeline of events for Titans fans, the, the contract this is no new news. This is something we talked about last off season all throughout last training camp. Jeff played, said he didn't want anything to do with it. His team was handling it so on and so forth. Well, of course the season ends. This becomes a hot topic. Once again, will Jeffrey Simmons reach a contract extension with the Titans and their new general manager, Rand Carthon seemed to get off to a pretty hot start uh, to these discussions. This is Jeffrey Simmons what he had to say about Rand Carthon just days after the Titans hired him. But I know the locker room going to change, and I know, um, you know, I met with, the, uh, with Rand, and he's an unbelievable guy. I had a great talk with him. You know, I don't can't say much, um, nothing bad about him. Um, our first impression was, you know, out the window. So um, when he got hired, you know, he he felt like he was, he, and I feel like he was a person for this job, and, um, you know, not much I can say, especially with the talk of the contract, because like I said, that's, you know, um, my team is having that. So whenever we get to that point and I feel I feel um, very confident that I'll be here in Tennessee, which I want to be in Tennessee. So. So he's confident he's going to be in Tennessee. He wants to be in Tennessee. Didn't seem like a guy that was particularly worried about his contract situation at the time. That was back at the Pro Bowl. Uh, that was from Jim Wyatt, uh, Tennessee Titans reporter at the Pro Bowl. And then here is this past weekend when Rand spoke to the media about Jeffrey Simmons, about that same conversation and where those discussions are at. Conversation went uh, really well. Um, you know, Frank in the weight room has done a good job of letting me know when guys are around because I'm still getting to know these guys. And so I make sure whether if I know there are players in the building, I go down to the weight room, training room, 
or locker room where they are just to introduce myself and, and, and let them know that my door is open if they want to have further conversation about anything, whatever it is, and they're more than welcome to come in. And Jeffrey was one of the guys that took the invite, and we sat and had a 20-minute, 30-minute conversation, realized we had a lot of people in common. And so it was really a get-to-know-each-other and, you know, break ground. One, The first question I got when I got the job was from my 6-year-old son, and he asked if Jeffrey Simmons was going to be his boy, you know. And so I had to ask Jeffrey if he wanted to be my 6-year-old son's boy. So uh, Jeffrey's cool with it right now. I told my son, Jeffrey might not like you. So we'll see when we get there. But um, it was a great conversation, and he's a, a cool dude. So there you hear, hear from the Titans GM. It seems like a guy that would want to keep him around. If your six-year-old is asking you, Dad, can can this be my guy here? You are uh, pretty inclined to, one, recognize just what a talent Jeffrey Simmons is and how impactful he is for the Titans defense. But also, uh, yeah, keep him in town. If, you're, if your six-year-old already loves him, chances are a lot of fans do too. Everything was kind of pointing in the right direction, Jack. We felt like we were about to get some sort of, uh, of progress and that these, these discussions would go really well this offseason. But this is yesterday. This is uh, from Teron Davenport, who says, although it may not mean much of anything, Jeffrey Simmons took down a lot of pictures from his IG, is no longer following the Titans. It's unknown whether or not negotiations on a long-term deal have started, but this is something worth monitoring. And then you see down there below uh, the Twitter account of previously Grind Simmons 94 which currently does not exist. So uh, it, Jeffrey Simmons deactivated his Twitter account. He unfollowed the Titans on Instagram, took down a lot of pictures. And uh, this is off-season drama at its finest. So uh, yeah, Jack, do you have any sort of reaction to the series of events that we have seen so far from the yeah. Titans, from Jeffrey Simmons and where we're at right now? Yeah, you know, you thought you got all of the social media drama, uh, you know, out of the way once you shipped A.J. Brown up to Philadelphia. And for those who um, are, are making the light jokes, yeah, you're right. The lighting's not great here. I'm on the road broadcasting. Don't have internet at my house. Won't until Tuesday. So uh, we're making do with what we got. But, um, you know, you know, it's it's confusing, but I don't think it's a big deal. I think a lot of the time we see stuff on social media and believe that to be, you know, reality. Like, but but you got to realize that social media is not real life. So for Jeffrey Simmons to do this, it's not a huge deal in my opinion. I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to be like AJ Brown was, I think the Titans and probably Jeffrey Simmons being close with AJ Brown realized just how quickly things can dissolve. And I don't know that he wants to go down that road. And I, I know that the Titans probably don't either, especially with the way you saw Rand Carthon answer that question about Jeffrey Simmons. And, you know, Simmons Simmons wants to be here too. He said it in early February after his first meeting with Carthon. They met for 20 to 30 minutes. And, you know, he's, Big Jeff said that he loved the hire. He thought Miss Amy did a great job in finding Carthon and, you know, really thinks things are going to go well. It, now that the combine is over, I mean, the Titans, the front office still has to worry about the draft. Like, that's, that's, that's first and foremost. But – Contract negotiations can start to begin. And with the A.J. Brown situation, looking back on it, and I've said this on the Tighten Up podcast with Austin Huff, I would have waited. If he wanted to hold out until the first practice of week one, I would have been okay with it as long as he's still on the Titans. But, you know, you'd like to have him signed and sealed and delivered by training camp, but it's 
It's a situation they're going to have to work through. It's confusing. I didn't think Jeffrey Simmons would be the type of guy to start this type of drama. Because, you know, whenever you do this, fans are going to find out. And TD got the scoop. So it's confusing that it's coming from Big Jeff because this hasn't been like, you know, A.J. Brown was on social media. He was on Twitter. His Twitter fingers were constantly active. Big Jeff isn't that way. So that's why this is surprising a little bit. Well, I mean, yeah, he's done a nice job of being very uh, hands-off with it, like relatively. Jeff is a guy that, you know, I've always had a lot of respect for the way that, like, you know, he's upset about the contract a little bit. You know, he wants to get that big payday, but he has said, look, I I am focused on playing football. And I I think genuinely has meant that over the last year or so that this has been in the news cycle. He's not one of those, oh, I. Uh, I'm I'm just focused on playing football, but I'm going to go tweet about it afterwards and start a bunch of drama. He's on the field and he's not holding out and, and he is, you know, participating in practices. He's a, a great on the field, great in the locker room, gets the job done. So, like, I, I've always respected the way that he has handled that. And I certainly agree that, like, social media isn't always reality, but social media could be indicative of what is being plotted planned or thought behind the scenes like like i don't think that this is necessarily um jeffrey simmons saying well i don't like the titans anymore i'm going to unfollow the titans and separate myself from them but it is potentially a move that he's making with his agent uh with his team uh to distance himself from the titans for whatever reason. So I want to get into the question. Let's get the chat involved. We are going to ask you this question. Jeffrey Simmons unfollowing the Titans on social media. Is it a big deal, a small deal, or no deal? I think a lot of people have some different opinions about this. So Jeffrey Simmons unfollowing the Titans on social media. Is it a big deal, a small deal, or no deal? Before we get to your answers, I want to tell you folks about the Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedics and sports medicine at boneandjointtn.org. Whenever you get hurt in life, you know who you need to trust. The Bone and Joint Institute is located in Franklin with over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility on campus to help your recovery. Bone and Joint can do everything under one roof for your convenience. That's clinic, that's testing, that's imaging, that's surgery, that's rehab, all of the above, whatever you need. To schedule an appointment, go to boneandjointtn.org. Now, let me tell you guys a little bit about BetMGM. You can enjoy all of your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. So sign up using code A to Z sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. And March Madness is coming up. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889-9789. All right, Jack. So this is the question. Is Jeffrey Simmons unfollowing the Titans on social media a big deal, a small deal, 
or no deal. I've seen Titans, the Titans fan base, the Twitter world, all over the place with this one. Some people are panicking. Some people are saying, everybody pump the brakes. I'll uh, I'll go to the comments real quick, and uh, we'll see what the people are saying before we get to your and my answer. So, big deal, small deal, no deal. Eric is saying a small deal. Jonathan is saying small deal. Team leader, no deal. Andrew says huge deal. Eddie says no deal. Michael, small deal. Tiffany, small deal. Rashid, small deal. Ramon, big deal. Timmy, huge deal as well. Small deal from Titan Up. Small deal from Eric. Small deal from Clayton. Small deal. We have no deal from Titanic. We have a, a huge deal from Jimbo, small deal from Mark, small deal from Guy. A lot of small deals. You know, Michael Kennedy says big deal. We have big deal from Andre. No deal, just posture from Stephen King. So kind of taking more of uh, the stance that I said, that it's more of just a, a move with his agent or whatever, working behind the scenes. A big deal for Connor, no deal for Colby. A small deal for Nate, big deal for Will, no deal for John and Apollo. Titans Kyle, small deal, small deal for sure from Titans Rossi, kind of a big deal, says Pistol Ramsey. Chris Frazier says big deal. A lot of comments flooding the comments here. We got Russ Kelly on small deal, David Johnson, small deal. So Jack Gentry, is it a big deal, a small deal or no deal that Jeffrey Simmons is off of Twitter, deleted his Twitter and unfollowing the Titans on Instagram, taking down his pictures, et cetera, et cetera. Here's why it can't be no deal. Because you saw the A.J. Brown situation last year. So it's not, it's not not a deal. Like, you have to acknowledge that this is going on now, especially after being burned last year. So it's not no deal. But I don't think it's a big deal either because this is common. And even in Tehran's tweet, he kind of prefaced it with like, hey, don't take much stock into this, but he unfollowed him. And, you know, you know, I think it's I think it's a posturing tactic, like Steven said, but uh, I'm going to go small deal uh, simply because of what happened last year. It has to be a deal, but it, it's not a big deal. We're, we're one day past the combine and this is when talks can start to happen. Obviously, March 15th is the start of the new league year and you'd like to have it done as early as possible. But I mean, Carthon, it's his first year here. He hadn't been here that long. He's got a lot of things to do on his to do list. So, uh, and he said, you know, that re-signing Jeffrey Simmons is a priority. But is it his first priority? I'm not so sure. It should be. And, um, you know, the biggest thing for me. You don't, you're not so sure it should be or saying you don't know if it is, but it should be. Yeah, it should, it should be priority number one. Lock up that you're one of your best players, a guy that you're going to, you, you know, build your defense around for the future. But for me, this is something the Titans absolutely have to get done. Because you're in a position now where you've traded, you know, what everyone, who everyone thought would be the face of the franchise in A.J. Brown last offseason. You've got a new stadium you're about to move into. What message does botching this Jeffrey Simmons deal send to Titans fans? You will see a decline in season tickets. You will see people stop caring about the Titans. And, I mean, I've seen the I've, – I've been in Nashville my whole life. I've seen the ups and downs of this Titans team and this Titans fan base. When you get rid of your two best players – in you, you know consecutive off seasons fans will not invest in season tickets that's the last problem you want to have on your hands moving into that new stadium so there's a lot of reasons why i think simmons is going to be back but this is a tiny tiny deal i think uh if they move on from jeffrey simmons and like do a trade like that the the fans will buy in depending on what they trade him for 
because I think he ends up in a Chicago Bears uniform and you end up picking at number one in the draft. I don't think people are going to be complaining much about the AJ or uh, Jeffrey Simmons deal anymore. It will be all hands on deck for uh, X, Y, and Z quarterback, whoever winds up in the two-tone blue. Um, I do think that this should be more of a priority than I think you're like you're thinking it might be right now for Rand. I know you mentioned earlier that you know, well, the draft comes first, the combine comes first. The the Titans are approaching free agency. Like you have to start figuring out what you're doing with some of this budget, with some of this money. And that starts with Jeffrey Simmons because he might give you some cap freedom as well. Like you might be able to restructure his deal, but backload it, give yourself some more freedom this season. You have to figure out what you're doing with some of these big name players sooner rather than later, because March 15th waits for nobody. And you have to be ready to dip your toes into the free agent market. But Jack, this is a huge deal to me. This is a big, big deal to me. And I don't think it's a big deal as in what it says about Jeffrey Simmons' future as a Titan. I don't think it points to, well, he's not going to be here. Well, he doesn't want to be here. Jeffrey Simmons has made it perfectly clear he wants to be a Tennessee Titan. He thinks he will be a Tennessee Titan. But this is a huge deal because this is exactly how things started with AJ. And nobody thought it would get to the point that it did. It was, oh, it's just posturing. Oh, it's just AJ being AJ. Just AJ being AJ on social media. And guess what? One thing led to another. You cut off the line of communication. You got a little bit more distant from the club. John Robinson dug his heels in. Uh, AJ Brown dug his heels in. And next thing you know, he's a Philadelphia Eagle because that's kind of how this thing works and it can move quickly. So I don't think Jeffrey Simmons is doing that. But it's a huge deal because it is another chance for the Titans to get it right. This is another chance for the Titans to get it right. They were too stubborn uh, in this exact situation a year ago, and they let A.J. Brown get away. I think they've regretted it ever since. This is another opportunity for them to not let history repeat itself, give Jeffrey Simmons the contract he deserves, lock up that key piece of your defense on the front four, uh, and go from there. Yeah, I, I don't know that it's a huge deal, but I understand why, you know, you, you gave your reasons. I, I get that. I get how it, you know, can seem like a big deal right now. But it should I, be a huge deal to fans. I, I mean, like, like well, said, I think the fans have been through these, it. If you read these comments, I, I think I think these fans are, are absolutely just amazed that this, I mean, this is the first step, right? I mean, it, it's a snowball turning into an avalanche. That's what happened with A.J. Brown. Right now, we're at the snowball. We're still at the snowball, and I'm not sure it's going to pick enough steam down the hill to form an avalanche. But it's it's something you want to rectify, and it's something you have to do because it just it, it, again with the with the fans, they're going to give up. They're, they're going to they're going to say, well, the the next big player we bring in, who's to say he's not gone after his after his rookie deal? It's it's a pro- like. When you move into that new stadium, you want to be a contender. You want to be able to contend not just for the division, not just for the AFC, but for the Super Bowl. You want to you want to put yourself in that position. You want to that needs to be an exciting time for this franchise. Jeffrey Simmons gets you gets you one step closer there. Getting rid of Jeffrey Simmons, sure, the money you get all this money, but you're going to have to overpay in free agency to get some of these big names, anyways. Might as well keep the big name that you have in house in house. So it's. The, the the salary cap space and all that it sounds so good, but Jeffrey Simmons is a sure thing who works in the system, 
who the Titans know. The Titans have invested in him by putting major pieces around him. Uh, like Danico Autry was a huge signing for this team. Harold Landry, uh, he was here before Simmons, but on the outside, he helped Simmons. Bud Dupree was brought in. When he's healthy, he makes an impact. He's not healthy often, but the Titans understand how important Jeffrey Simmons is. If they don't get this done, and I know it needs to be done sooner rather than later, and if it's not done by draft day, there's going to be tons of anxiety uh, amongst the fan base. There just has to be. But I wonder if Carthon may want to let this thing play out for a little bit, knowing that Jeffrey Simmons is going to be back. But when he took the job, he mentioned, you know, he's picking up the phone on draft day. Like he, he told people, he said, to, to G, my GM friends, give me a call. Like, let's just talk. I, I, I'm taking all calls. So would locking up Jeffrey Simmons to an extension uh, not, not like limit his options? I wonder if he just wants to keep that door open to see what he can get. It, it, it's, a, it's a gamble because, you know, that's not going to be what Jeff Simmons wants. He wants to be here. He wants that thing to get done now. But – if he's ex- if he's truly exploring all options, maybe that's why it could wait. Well, yeah, but uh, like the re- you said, it's a snowball. Right now, we're at the snowball, and, and the reason why I I adamant I, I believe this is a really big deal is because you see the snowball turn into that avalanche a good amount of the time, and whether it is just posturing or his, however he feels, I think we all agree this is probably a chess move by Jeffrey Simmons and his representation to distance himself a little bit from the organization while these negotiations take place. Uh, I don't think that that is an unheard of tactic, right? We see guys do that all the time in today's league, but we also see guys get really bad advice all all the time in today's league. And that, that was an example of kind of what happened with AJ Brown, where he's listening to his agent saying, well, you tell me what to do. And he's like, man, cut off all communication. You stop talking to him. You, you like, you control the, the, like this line of communication here. And next thing you know, the Titans had agreed to a trade. So, like, that is part of why I think it's a huge deal. It's playing with fire in a way that you have no business doing. Like, quit playing with the fire. And what is better for Jeffrey Simmons' chances of getting that long-term extension? In my opinion, it's maintaining that open communication and that good relationship with Rand Carthon. And we don't know if he is or is not speaking to the Titans or where it is. But certainly from an optics perspective, like distancing yourself from the Titans brand on social media is a more intentional move to separate yourself. So uh, that's kind of where I fall on it. Do you have anything about like, I mean, you said yourself, you, you weren't happy with AJ Brown's agent. Uh, You were kind of had a bitter taste in your mouth for how that happened. Like, does this not reek of that same scenario for you? I I just, I, I think, I think the Titans know better. Right, like this is a competent franchise. Do they? Especially do they? The top. Do they, I, I we thought they, they knew. Do. We thought they knew better last year. Do I they understand. know better? And there's there's going to be one person who would never allow any shenanigans with Jeffrey Simmons, to, Jeffrey Simmons to go down, and that is Mike Vrabel, a defensive minded head coach. He, you saw his reaction when that when that AJ Brown went through on draft day. If something like that happens on draft day again. They're going to have to call a construction company to patch that hole that Mike Vrabel punched in the wall in the war room. Mike, I mean, you he, said Mike Vrabel's not, not Mike Vrabel's not going to let it happen. But Mike Vrabel is the same guy that stood in front of cameras and said, "As long as I'm the coach of the Tennessee Titans, AJ Brown will also be a Tennessee Titan, buttoning up the tie just to ship him off to Philly a week later." So, like, I, th- Mike Vrabel might like Jeffrey Simmons. I know he likes Jeffrey Simmons. He loves the guy. He's got a good relationship with him. He's a great player. 
Mike Vrabel also had all those same things in common with his relationship with AJ Brown, and he's not on the Titans anymore. True, but it's a different dynamic now than it was. Obviously, you fire J Rob midseason after, you know, literally getting spanked by AJ Brown. Uh, you know, it, by firing Robinson like that, I think that, I mean, it's, it, at least it comes off this way to, I think, Titans fans and, you know, people who cover the team. They're going to trust Mike Vrabel more with these personnel decisions. And all you've ever heard since Carthon has come in is that it's going to be a collaboration. It's not going to be Rand Carthon having the final say. We still don't know who is the final say. And that, that makes me believe that Vrabel has, you know, some say in it at least. I, I think it's really, I, I really trust them when they say it's going to be a collaboration. Because if Mike Vrabel had, uh, you know, any sort of significant influence when J-Rob was here, A.J. Brown would still be a Titan. I, I, I think that uh, Miss Amy, by firing J-Rob like that, is saying, hey, Mike, how about, how about you? Like, I trust you. I know I want you to be here for a long time. You are the Titans head coach, and you will be for as long as, you know, as, as long as you want, essentially. So well, the it's deal time for with, you to make some of these decisions as well. The deal with Vrabel, though, I like the thing that the other thing is he was asked about Jeffrey Simmons right when the season ended, his season-ending press conference and, and you know, the deal with those contract negotiations and and what their plan was to pursue them, how big of a priority it was. Uh, and what was his response? Well, Jeffrey's under contract, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, like, <laughs> Mike Vrabel does seem to be that kind of guy, too, where he's like, if you don't need a new contract, you're not a priority. You're under contract. I expect you to play. Now, whether or not Jeffrey Simmons, his representation, are, are operating under those same pretenses, I don't know. Like that, And that may be the, the disconnect that happened with AJ uh, that you're at risk of potentially happening here is, the general manager says, well, I'll defer to you, Mike. Mike says, well, you're under contract. You'll be here next season. Then we'll talk. And Jeffrey Simmons says, no, I want to get paid now. You cut off communication. Your snowball turns into a snowman. Your snowman turns into an avalanche. And draft day is coming quick. So this is a deal to monitor, a big deal to monitor for me. Uh, and I think it should be for Titans fans as this offseason plays out because there is nobody more important on the Titans right now than Jeffrey Simmons. I think pound for pound, you and I both agree, position of value, all this stuff. Uh, this is this this is a position of need. This is the most important deal. So uh, we're going to go ahead and transition here because we have to talk about the NFL Combine, which did go down earlier this weekend. And, and neither one of us really... I've never really sat down and like watched a combine all the way through until this year's combine. So this was the first time that I had kind of uh, uh, really allowed myself to take in everything about it. And a couple people shine because while there was much uh, hype about Bryce young, what he would weigh in at, what he would measure at uh, seeing CJ Stroud throw footballs, there is a quarterback that you and uh, the rest of Volunteers Nation are very familiar with here, Jack Gentry. It's Anthony Richardson, who absolutely shined at this year's Combine. So I want to talk to the people about Anthony Richardson's big weekend and about how it affects the way that we view uh, the quarterback class moving forward. So we're going to ask a question about that. But first, uh, I want to tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, and better service. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com 
slash A-T-O-Z. Farm Bureau Health Plans, serving Tennesseans for over 75 years. Much has changed in Tennessee over the years. The city has changed a lot, but some things stay the same. And Farm Bureau Health Plans has always valued personal relationships. That has never changed, and it's never changing, especially when it comes to good health care, good service. Plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans for health, dental, and vision. For better coverage, better, better rates, and better service, go to fphp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Walk into one of their 200-plus locations across the state. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z, Farm Bureau Health Plans. BetMGM will also service your need if you're into sports betting. And hey, now may be the time to get into it. The Grizzlies... They're without John ja Morant. He's in gangster rehab, figuring out how to not show guns on Instagram Live. But while he's out, you can bet against the Grizzlies. Or if you're a Grizz fan, they put up a lot of points. When he's not in the lineup anyways, you can still bet on them, get a better number. But you've got to do it at BetMGM. Sign up at BetMGM using code A to Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to parlay selection features, live betting options, love the live betting options, player props if you have a if you have a certain player you want to target, and daily boosted odds specials. With BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Okay, Jack, NFL Combine this past weekend. Everybody had their eyes on the quarterbacks in this draft class. Bryce Young basically just staring him down, trying to see how tall he was and what he was going to weigh in at. That was the story for him. Uh, CJ Stroud was in the building. Uh, Will Levis looking pretty good to a lot of people with the way the ball exploded out of his hands throwing. But uh, one guy, Anthony Richardson, who has been the result of a lot of hype. He's gotten so much hype over the last couple of weeks. He went something from plus 5,000 to plus like 600 to even better than that now to be the number one overall pick on most sports books. His stock continues to rise with his uh, skill set, just really otherworldly athleticism uh, that he has been displaying. And so he showed up to the combine and we were interested in one, seeing him throw and two, seeing how he tested. And uh, yeah, this is what Anthony Richardson did at the combine. Half a broad jump of 10 nine and here he is running a 40-yard dash and oh my goodness it is full moses malone four 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 that's a four 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 from a quarterback officially a four four three so it is a four four three and you see the numbers right here for the former florida gator four four three uh four uh 40 yard dash a 10 foot nine inch broad jump and a 40 inch vertical i repeat that is a 40 inch vertical and 4-4 speed out of a quarterback so uh just i guess jack your initial reaction first of all to anthony richardson's real big weekend and what it does for his draft stock all of a sudden he crushed it uh without a doubt i mean he left no doubt that he is you know this complete athlete that he's been hyped up to be and you you're starting to kind of realize why teams are 
you know, beginning to, to salivate over the idea of having Anthony Richardson as their quarterback for the future. Now, I don't know if that's the angle I would like the Titans to go down, but I, Josh Allen, I think, has done Anthony Richardson a whole lot of favors by having the success that he's had in the NFL. Same kind of quarterback, right? Big, strong, can throw the ball far, can, can really make things happen with his legs. It's just the inconsistency last year from Anthony Richardson that bothers me. I mean, he had a great game. He put the Florida Gators in his backpack and almost carried them across the finish line with his late-game heroics against Tennessee. But then we see him against Vanderbilt, and he looks he looks like a mere mortal. It's just there, there's two sides to the Anthony Richardson thing, and I understand with proper coaching and, you know, you get the right footwork and the mechanics down, and, you know, you start looking a whole lot different. But it, he helped himself. He absolutely helped himself. But I never really had a question about his physical, you know, you know his physical acumen. Like, this is something that I already knew Anthony Richardson was bringing to the table. So, like, the, I think he said the combine record for quarterback vertical. Really cool. Don't know what it means in football. That you one, know. yeah, that one, the speed and some of the different things that he did, like the, the broad jump I can see being more of, like, a relative thing, just like his ability to, uh, you know, manipulate his body and the athleticism. Do we really care how high a guy's going to vertically jump as a quarterback? Like, I, that is the one that I'm like, yeah, unless you're moving him to wide receiver for a Philly mm-hmm. Philly type play, I'm not sure it really matters how high up he can get. But uh, I actually thought he threw the ball pretty well, too. I saw a couple of the comments. Uh, I was trying to find them. I can't find them right now. But I, I saw a couple of the comments saying, well, that doesn't help him throw. Uh, he struggled with the out route. He struggled throwing to the perimeter. Uh, but for the most part, especially the deep ball, I think Anthony Richardson also did himself favors with his arm. Like teams saw that he can put the ball on the money deep uh, and that he has some intermediate accuracy across the middle. He has to work on getting the ball uh, outside of the hashes with some accuracy and precision. But for the most part, you see a guy with this level of athleticism, this big of an arm talent. And all I see is a guy that is just an explosive play waiting to happen. And, and, you know, that is an adaptation that the NFL has made about the quarterback position recently where you don't have to be the most polished passer anymore, but the guy who gets the ball on every single snap and, and always has it in his hands should probably be somebody that you can count on to have some explosive plays and score you some quick points. So uh, I want to get to the question about this because this was the question that came to mind for me, for you, for a lot of people when they were watching the combine and watching what Anthony Richardson did. Here it is. Uh, After watching the combine and Anthony Richardson, do you feel better, worse, or the same about this year's quarterback class? I, I think it was viewed as, you know, not the best quarterback class at first, but Seeing the talent Anthony Richardson might have, watching CJ Stroud, seeing Bryce Young weigh in over 200 pounds at five foot ten. I don't know how you feel about that, but watching this class in action at a combine, putting them on the same playing field as some of the other prospects in the past, do you feel better, worse, or the same? So to recap, uh, this is Anthony Richardson's 40, and then a look at some of the numbers that he put up in this year's combine. Half a broad jump of 10. Nine and here he is running a 40 yard dash and oh my goodness. It is full Moses Malone. Four, four, four. 
Four four four, and a look one more time at the broad jump and the vertical as well. Uh, stole the entire show, Jack. I- I'll let you go first here before I go to the chat. You watch Anthony Richardson. You watch some of these other guys throw and run and, and etc. Do you feel better, worse, or the same about this year's quarterback class? I'd be lying if I said that this quarterback class wasn't growing on me at least just a little bit. You know, I I understand, and you know, for for those of you, but. This is just a little behind-the-scenes glimpse of uh, the A to Z sports guys. Uh, Sam and I, actually, there was some pride on the line about how Bryce Young would check in with his height. Sam got the better better of me, so Bryce Young is shorter than than he was advertised. But (laughs) that doesn't really bother me, and, you know, him throwing doesn't really bother me. I do love what I saw out of Anthony Richardson. I didn't know he'd be that good. Like, I knew he would crush some things. I knew he would he would come away as, you know, probably the best athlete in this class, uh, at least in this quarterback class. But it's the stuff that you don't see at the combine. And I think growing up is realizing that none of these tests truly translate. Like you see, you see a fast wide receiver post a slow forty time, but like game speed is well, different. With pads on, it's different. And with quarterbacks, like I, sure I watched run fast and throw. Well, the ball I watched fast. the overlay. It was like Anthony Richardson overlaid with. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes running the 40. And, of course, Anthony Richardson dusts them. Like, he outruns them all. Uh, And it's just crazy to think, like, yeah, Josh Allen's one of, like, the best mobile quarterbacks in the league. He's got incredible legs. But it's like he's not that far ahead of – I think he might have even gotten beaten the 40 by Justin Herbert. It's like your pure 40-yard dash speed doesn't always translate into uh, the results. So, yeah, I think that's a, a good point. Like the part of the combine that I find most interesting is in 99% of it doesn't get out, but it's the behind the, the doors meetings. Like how did they interview? How did they handle film? How did they look on the board? You know, like I, we talked about this on the podcast as well. It's the NFL season. It's great. It's like a crack high. It's, it's here and then it's gone. And then you are scratching your, your neck like that Dave Chappelle skit. And, but the combine comes around and, Austin Huff made this point that it's like, you know, just pencil shavings that you put in a little bowl and you try and smoke it and it doesn't do the same, but like it was, it was something at least the combine is something. It's that little, it's that little fix. It's a tiny little fix for football fans. And you know, I want to overreact to everything, but growing up is realizing that none of that matters. So it's, it's just the, the chalkboard stuff. That's what I want to know about Anthony Richardson. I have no doubts about him as an athlete. I know he can throw the ball far. I know he can run fast. But can he read a defense? You know, that, that's that's what we need to know about him. We, we need to know about his decision-making. And it's the same thing with 90% of these quarterback prospects. And Hendon Hooker, I think, is a good example. You know, he – sure, he, he ran a great system at Tennessee. And, you know, he's, he's probably the sleeper pick in this quarterback class. If he's ready by week one, which I think everybody's anticipating him to be. And that's a guy that doesn't get talked about a whole lot when you talk about just the top, you know, the cream of the crop of his class. But Hooker did a lot in college. But it's like, does that offense work in the NFL? Does what he was taught in college translate? And Anthony Richardson's offense wasn't that explosive. It was just him kind of backpacking his team. So it's, it's, it's I don't, I love it. I love to watch it. It's fun and it's exciting and it's incredible. But it doesn't matter that much to me. Yeah, I would agree a lot of the stuff that matters really goes on behind closed doors, especially with quarterbacks. Wide receivers are fascinating to me because you 
you hear a lot of these guys, and I think it was the case with uh, a big majority of the top 10 wide receivers was saying, look, I might have not had a complicated route tree in college. I might not have, uh, you know, ran, you know, hard cut routes or anything like that. I was schemed open a lot of the time over the middle used in the slot, but I can, and I'm going to show it today. So th there is a little bit more of showing your versatility for a wide receiver than there is for a quarterback. I'll let you know what I think. I want to get to the chat real quick. I asked the question uh, after watching the NFL combine, do you feel better, worse, or the same about this year's quarterback class? Andre said he feels the same. Steven feels better. Bama Brad's the same. Jonathan is better. Tighten up is the same. Connor says a little bit better. The same from team leader. The same from guy. Uh, better for Eric. Better for Steven. The same for Pistol Ramsey. Uh, the same from Dave and Brad. Uh, the same from Matt, who thinks all of them might be trash. That is a, the word <laughs> on the street. That is the word on the street. Some people are saying uh, you got to wait until next year to take the quarterback. Uh, JR is the same. Rashid is the same. Johnny is the same. Um, John says Hen and Hooker, your guy, Hen and Hooker, would be a better option than Anthony Richardson. Deshaun says the same. Titans Kyle says the same. Corey Smith says the same. Martinez the same. Devin the same. Forrest the same. Bork. Borkington says better. Uh, Jody, uh, Titanium Titan. A lot of people saying the same. Uh, and I think there is a question how the people that are picking at the front of the draft feel now. Are the, is anybody more inclined to trade up? But I'm going to be honest. Uh, I am starting to feel a lot better about this year's draft class than I was just a couple of weeks ago. I've really, really started to grow fond of CJ Stroud. Uh, I believe his accuracy and his consistency and just good size, good build, good, accurate ball, enough athleticism to, you know, make a play with his legs if he needs to, but doesn't rely on it. He is a guy that is really flying up my big board as one of the top prospects in this draft. I have him as my number one quarterback. Um, I, I think he's as surefire uh, of it as it gets amongst these guys. So uh, that would be, he's really the one guy I don't think I have a concern about with CJ Stroud. Like I, I don't see a huge concern with him. You're, you're making a face like you have. Yeah, well, he said, he said a couple things, you know, he, he said, we, we got to acknowledge what he said, right? We got to acknowledge what he said. He said, Justin Fields is my boy. I don't want to go to Chicago. And what was the other thing that you made some hoopla about that you were all. <laughs> was, the, the hoopla stems from his comment saying that he looks up to Michael Vick and Deshaun Watson. Like that's a, that's fresh out of the SNL skit for me. Like you, like you gotta, yeah. you gotta be trained for these type of questions, and that's what you come with. <laughs> Poor media awareness for sure, maybe on his part. I, I, I mean, I think it's actually a couple reasonable comps for him in terms of like his football uh, acumen. But uh, yeah, maybe not the thing that we want to be saying at the combine. I agree with you there. That's some it's some poor, poor reading of the room. Uh, but yeah, Bryce Young was excellent at Alabama. The size is a concern to me. And I don't mean to sound like the meatball that is like, well, he's too small. Like, I think there is a legitimate aspect of the NFL that you can be too small and it can wear on these guys. I like it hasn't worked really with Kyler Murray yet. Like he, he makes some big plays and he has some, some big talent, but has it really worked with, with him yet? And Bryce Young is even skinnier than Kyler Murray. He's got mm -hmm. the, the frailness of Lamar Jackson with the height of Kyler. Like, that's a problem to me uh, and something that I worry about with him. Uh, Will Levis, I think just the 
there's a lot of obvious concerns about Will Levis. I, I think his build and his arm talent is good and great even, but uh, he has kind of shown a little bit of the Zach Wilson clone. Uh, and Anthony Richardson was a guy that I was pretty cool on for most of his college career. But after really getting into some of the tape, watching him in this, this combine, I'm starting to have a lot more confidence that he can be a game-changing quarterback that can carry an offense as we saw him do at Florida uh, just by having his level of speed and athleticism. I'm not, I'm going to point to my guy in Chicago, Justin Fields, who was not a polished passer last year by any means, has a lot of, of strides to make in that area still. And he's still had a really, really good year for the Bears, leading the Bears to the best scoring offense in the second half of the season somehow mm -hmm. uh, by behind Justin Fields, who can make plays with his legs. And because like that, you blink, he's gone. It's a touchdown. Anthony Richardson can bring a level of that to an offense that keeps defenses on their toes. So I'm starting to raise my stock on this class as a whole. I also like Hendon Hooker as a guy who could go on day two or day three of the draft that could have an impact on a team pretty immediately. So I am better. I feel better. And will be fascinating to watch how some of these teams maneuver, having met with these quarterbacks, who's motivated to move up to that number three spot to the Arizona Cardinals. Monty Ossonfort said they're open to trading it. And of course, to uh, number one, Jack, uh, I don't know how you see all that playing out, but that will be certainly the topic of conversation for everybody to watch here moving forward. Well, I, th I think it would be shocking if the Bears did not trade the number one overall pick. I, that would shock me. But, um, you know... Anthony Richardson's the talk of the town right now. You know, killed the combine, absolutely did everything he had to do in order to boost his stock. He did that. Will Levis, to me, is the most polarizing quarterback in this class. And I think that you would see fans downtown with a pitchfork in one hand and a torch in another if the Titans drafted Levis, whether they traded up to do it. Because Will Levis – Because he went to Kentucky. Let's be no, honest. No, 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 no. No, no, no Jack. No beef. No, let's be honest. It's because he went to Kentucky. I've got no beef with Kentucky football. I've who's a better Who's a better quarterback prospect, Hendon Hooker or Will Levis? Well, Sam, I'm a Vandy fan, so I don't like either of them. Well, I'm saying from the <laughs> Titans' perspective, I'm asking. You I that. think. I, I, well, I think. I don't know. You know, Hooker seems like he could get there quicker. Will Levis? It's Will Levis. It's Will. Le it's not the 25 year old. It's Will Levis. It's, it's the guy that's going to go in the top five. But if you just like watch a game, and I'm not high on Will Levis, year. but it is Will Levis. And the reason that fans would be upset is because he was wearing a Kentucky Wildcats uniform. I, well, I, I don't think it's that. I think that they saw how he played while wearing the Kentucky. If you turn on a game, a Kentucky game from last year, I mean, it is ugly. It is you'll, you'll see Levis, he, he loves to throw his body on the line. I'm worried about his health in the future. He fumbles a lot, he doesn't make good decisions with the football. And he was a backup to Sean Clifford at Penn State. I mean, what does that say about him? He Seriously, also had right? he also had one of the like of these guys, maybe the worst team surrounding him and the worst offensive line of any of these guys as well, which I don't think helped him. But Matt does make a good point. The streets are saying he is deathly afraid of milk. <laughs> he had more to work with at Kentucky than just, Anthony Richardson did at Florida. Yeah, uh, but Anthony Richardson's like skill set is a little bit more equipped to handle like like the one man band kind of a deal like and i'm not arguing that he's a better prospect than anthony richardson 
I'm ask, I'm off arguing that uh, the guy who might go in the third or fourth round is not a better quarterback prospect than the guy in the top five. But, and but if and if fair. and if Will Levis was wearing uh, Tennessee orange, I think he would be uh, being championed by this fan base as being the guy that the Titans need to have. Like that is a natural sort of bias towards their own guy that I think is res- respectable. And he went to the rival school, so no shame. I'm just saying, like, let's be real about, uh, you know, putting these guys on even pedestals as far as how we assess them. Well, that's fair, but let's also use the proper context. And and I feel feel like you keep going back to this, but, like, I have no, like, anytime I can put the Vols or the Cats down, I'll try and do it. But, like, when when evaluating these quarterbacks comes into play, I think you got to do it fairly. And when you say that Hooker's a day two, day three guy, sure. But where would he be? if he was healthy for training camp, where would he be without tearing his ACL? I still well, I think, think he got think the same buzz as Will Levis. But I think he's a second rounder though. I, I agree. I, I, think he's yeah. a, I think he may be top half of the second round guy. And I believe, and I, I believe in Hendon hooker as like a guy that I think will have a really good career. I'm just saying from a, and this isn't even necessarily how I feel about the two quarterbacks. I think from a, an objective perspective on how they are viewed widely by the league, uh, Will Levis is more widely considered the better prospect. So like in terms of the pitchforks outside Nissan stadium, that would be because of the college uniform that he wore and not because of I disagree. any sort of, all right. I mean, you disagree, but I'm, if they draft Tendon hooker, watch how people are, are yelling from the rooftops and cheering, which they yeah, should no, be. I, I think I if they draft a quarterback, it's... people should be excited regardless, but no, I, I I'm with you. And I think it's the same people who think that Josh Dobbs, you know, and it's the it's a, it's the tiny minority on Facebook that thinks Josh Dobbs should have a significant role in the Titans' offense because he went to Tennessee. It's every Tennessee fan's pipe dream to have a ball that works out for the Titans and does well. I mean, Justin Hunter was supposed to be that guy. Travis Henry was here for a short stint, just hasn't really worked out yet. I, I think it's bound to at some point. I don't think that Hendon Hooker makes sense here, and I, I don't think drafting a quarterback in the first round does either. But if you like, if you have a guy that you like, and supposedly it's Stroud, you're high on him as well. I think I think that would make sense. Will Levis does not make sense here. There's too many question marks about him. I, I, and and Hooker, the health, the age, and the system all kind of play against him as well. I, I just I, I, I'm I'm struggling with Will Levis, and you got to bear with me because you know watching those games are, is tough. Like I, I went to Ole Miss, so I watched him play against Ole Miss. He's he cost him the game. He sold uh, he sold Kentucky down the down, down the road that game, and then. It's just any time, like any big game that came up on Kentucky's schedule, Will Levis made sure to play his worst. That's what frightens me. I mean, you probably watched more of them than I did. I'll, I, I will be the first to admit I was not a big uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Let me uh, dive into their it, football season. That's perfect. You don't need to be that Yeah, guy. no, right. That, and I, I will – I'm very proud of that fact. But, uh, yeah, quick, want to get to John real quick, throwing some uh, lunch money at Jack and I here today to say he foresees Simmons going to the Bears and the Titans picking number one overall, saves cap space, gives them a future prospect. Listen, I've been saying – all along for the Titans fans that have wanted to go get number one, I think it costs you Jeffrey Simmons because the Bears are in a unique spot to trade down, get to three or number four overall, take Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, get one of those top defenders off the board in the draft. And if they're going down farther than that, the price is going to go up. So uh, that would be something, somebody that I, I foresee the Bears potentially trying to do what the Eagles did with A.J. Brown last year where you trade for him then give them the big deal. Uh, if they want number one, 
I don't see the Titans doing that. I don't think that that is something that's realistic for them right now. But who knows, as all of the social media drama that we uh, just went over plays out over the next month. A lot can change as we learned the hard way last offseason. So, all right, we're going to get to ask me anything. Jack, I believe you have a question from Austin Stanley for me, for the, the chat. I, I don't uh, – <laughs> I heard you have a question. So we're going to ask me anything, uh, get the chat involved uh, before we head out here on this Monday. Uh, but really quick, want to tell everybody about – uh, Wilson County Hyundai, Wilson County Hyundai, um, more Wilson County Hyundai is a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You have to get them. You have to, uh, just make them a part of your life. Wilson County Hyundai is the place to go to get your new ride. You can get 0% APR for the next 48 months on 2023 Sonata, Santa Fe's or Tucson's. Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting you with buying, trading, your vehicle, whatever it is that you prefer. Forget those downtown Nashville prices. They're in Lebanon. So you can head to Lebanon, see your friends at WilsonCountyHyundai.com uh, and make them a part of your new car buying process at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Yes, and you need to make BetMGM a part of your sports betting experience because they are the king of sportsbooks, and they've got a great promotion going on right now for A to Z Sports. So sign up on BetMGM if you haven't already, and new users, you can plug in our code A to Z Sports and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win that first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to the parlay selection features like I mentioned. They've got live betting stuff you can handle, um, player props, if you like a certain matchup in a game, and they've got boosted odd specials where they give you a little extra juice to uh, to help build that bankroll of yours. So with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more. You got to go find out why BetMGM is the king of sports books. BetMGM game since they remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right. Ask me anything. I've seen a lot of you guys already getting after some questions. I'll knock out a few of these real quick, Jack, and then we'll get to your question that austin stanley has uh, delivered to you for our enjoyment here on this monday morning uh bork very disrespectful off the bat saying is sam even old enough to drive that. yes i am uh and <laughs> i am going to drive over to wilson county hyundai because uh, i can do so i am old enough to drive bork come on like let's be <laughs> respectful here uh team leader wants to know uh would i rather levis or field since i like levis I do not like Will Levis. I, I I have Will Levis as my number four quarterback in this draft uh, is how, how I currently assess him. Uh, I'm just was comparing him to a guy who is worse than that. So like, I mean, I would take Anthony Richardson. I would take CJ Stroud and I would take Bryce Young over Will Levis. And I would certainly take Justin Fields over Will Levis, but uh, to answer your question, but I'm not very high on him. Vibe Runners wants to know, uh, will we have better luck with the injuries for the White Sox? I hope so, because it's a long summer. Um, this is Braves country, Sam. Nobody cares about the White Sox here. Yeah, I know. I do. Uh, so I, I'm <laughs> I'm happy to answer any questions about the White Sox at all times. Let's see. I don't 
see, I'll try and see if we have any, uh, any other questions coming in. Did I find a good pre-workout from Richie? I, I bought one and I don't love it to be honest with you. It, it's not really doing what my other one used to do for me. So I'm kind of a, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of sick and tired of it. You know, that's the way it goes though. We got to power through and hopefully the next one will be better. Jack, you have a question for me on ask me anything Monday. Oh, we might be debate here if we disagree. I don't know what the question is, but Austin and I have gotten into some pretty heated discussions over this over the last. Well, good. Hopefully this one gets heated too. I I think that'd be a fun way to end. Devin Mills asks one last thing before we get to that. Thoughts on Darnell Washington in the first. Man, that sled drill. Uh, That may be the most most fun thing to watch of anything that happened over the weekend. Uh, Those tight ends, man. Between Darnell Washington, Dalton Kincaid, and um, Michael Meyer. Like, this is a... It's a great class. It's a time to take a tight end. And if the Titans didn't have a bunch of needs elsewhere, I would say just run two tight ends, run 12 personnel with Chig. Uh, I think that would be so fun to watch. Unfortunately, those guys are probably going to go in the first round. Most of them, at least, at least a couple of them. And yeah, the Titans have other uh, bigger fish to fry with that. So with that said, I still wouldn't be upset if Darnell Washington, he seems like a layup, but uh, that's a different conversation for a different day. We're going to do ask me anything now. Um, so we've got a question and I think it's a good one. And I, I feel like everyone has thought about this at least once in their life. Okay. Here, here we go. If you opened a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? What would be your number one? What would be your specialty? Are you going bar food, Mexican food, you know, hamburgers, like Chinese food? It can, it can be anything. What type of food would you serve if you opened a restaurant? I want everybody in the comments letting us know. So that's the question. If you open your own restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? Jack, this is the easiest ask me anything that I think Austin has ever given us. He normally comes with something big, philosophical, makes my brain hurt a little bit. This is a slam dunk. I, I'm getting the Italian food. Okay. I'm breaking out the Italian food. That That is, uh, that's in my blood, man. That That's, that's my favorite. I, I think it's the most dynamic. I, I think you can go a lot of different ways. You just cannot go wrong with a variety of meats and then just like a nice pasta or carb, it, great bread, pasta, all the different kind of sauces, all the different kind of meat. You can just go so many different ways with it. Seafood, actually a surprisingly good, like if you go to Italy, Italian food is mainly seafood, which uh, I love seafood as well. So I, I'm in for that. Um, I'm in for Pizza, I'm in for all of it. So Italian food is the home run. I would eat it every day if it wasn't really unhealthy for you and had all those carbohydrates in it. But, you know. It's a good it's a good option. I think everyone loves some nice Italian food. And there's so many things you could do with it. For like me, would, anybody, yeah, would anybody say no to, like, Lifetime Olive Garden? Not I, me. I would not. I'd give no. Who says no? Not me. I'm going – every day so i don't do you have one that you like i i'm having a hard time seeing how somebody would not go italian I, i'm excited to get to the chat but you go first so for me italian is tough because you got to do it exactly right or you're going to get crazy hate from the authentic italians right like that's that's a risk no business. i disagree i disagree I, really but I, if you go italian it's got to be right and i saw a lot of pizza that's why i'm not going pizza because pizza these days very highly scrutinized. If you got a bad slice, everyone's going to know about it. You're going to be out of business in two years' time. So for me, being in the South, not wanting to go the hot chicken route, because I don't like national hot chicken. I just don't like it. It's, it's more of a it's – a, it's, a, it's a punishment to me to eat national hot chicken. 
but I'm going to stay chicken. Chicken wings. Do you like think about it? Do you have a go-to spot for chicken wings? I, I, I like rotate a bunch of different places in, but I don't have that go-to spot for chicken wings. I surprisingly don't get chicken wings very often. I love them. Uh, it's just one of those foods, man. It's like it, weirdly expensive. Ch- yeah, wings strangely, wings are just like wings. a weirdly expensive deal where like it's really hard to get bang for your buck going to a wings place, especially because they are very good and you can just like knock them down in you know a couple minutes and that's it. But that's not a bad answer. And I, I thought you were going to go a different direction when you said chicken because I, I am like a vehement, I'm vehemently against chicken in like in fast food and fast casual chains i hate it i don't think it's good i think it's trash if you're gonna go through a like go get a like chick-fil-a and i have beef i'm not i don't subscribe to it whatever so i thought you were going that direction but i'm always in for wings and i can get behind wings so i think that's actually a good answer because it's simple everyone likes it you can mix it up you can have unique flavors that aren't offered at some of the big places like wing stop and everything it's and it doesn't not, have to can, be, if you don't want it to be, it doesn't have to be like this really unhealthy for you type of food too. Like, I mean, one of my favorite, I like chicken wings without sauce on it sometimes. I think that's like a really good, like the chicken is objectively very good. So I think that's a Jack's hot wings. Is that what we're going with? Jack? Well, we wouldn't want to name it after me, but like you could do something like that. Why not? You're opening I'm, it. You're opening it. Why yeah. Not? I'm vehemently opposed to uh, putting your name in uh your like on your restaurant i don't think that's a smart idea why is that because uh, it's got to be google friendly no one's going to google jack gentry and look for wings you know that they, they're, they're going to google best wing places so you got to have wing in the title no no i feel like all the good places man i'm not trying to be a big national chain i'm trying to be the little hole in the wall one location but the the loyalists know it and they love it like that's that's kind of what i'm going for with my spot is like I don't want to be Olive Garden. I just want to be like, you're going to be Sam's, Sam's and Cali. And then they're just like, Hey, let's go to Sam's. And like, <laughs> that's it. So I think that's, that's kind of a home run. All right, let's go to the chat. I want to see what the chat's thinking here. Um, Brent <laughs> said pizza. Johnny said pizza. As you said, this is an interesting one. I saw a couple of these. Frankie said steak, a steakhouse would actually be a like an awesome choice. That might like be the other choice for me. So competitive. You got Jimmy Kelly's, you got the stuff downtown. Jack, you you have to understand, I'm not viewing this as a what do I make the most money on? I just what food do I want to eat forever? Like that's how I'm viewing it. It's like what what food do I want to eat forever? Steakhouse is pretty much everything. You can get a nice salad, get yeah, the potatoes, you get get a little bit of everything and and what better there's not really many better uh, spots to get good sources of protein than a steakhouse pizza from kg uh, pizza from karen o'keefe seafood from Corey smith 100 pizza from jarell steak and lobster from eric uh we got looks like uh, tacos from jose mexican food from eric everyone loves it which is true i mean like chipotle has literally just made a a billion dollars gazillion dollars <laughs> off of just being like Oh, here's a Mexican grill and everybody goes. Like, I'm still loyal to Mo's salad. And, and you can eat Mexican food in, in, in to this point, you can eat Mexican food three times a day and not feel bad about yourself. Cause what you get depends on like, you can get rice and chicken and cheese and stuff. And you know, that's not a bad meal. That'll make you feel heavy, make you feel gross, but it's very good. Um, Tiffany, interesting one. Sweets. She would open a bakery. I like that. I like that idea. That is very interesting. I'm. That's very Give creative. Streets. I think that may actually be a place. Bake? Huh? 
I want to say Tiff Street. Her name's Tiffany. I want to say that Tiff Streets is actually like a, a real place. So well, the bakery maybe. idea works. Yeah, it works. No, that place. I, and I, I, I don't have a sweet tooth, but I'm a like if I see a donut shop that looks good or a bakery or something like I'm going. Make no mistake about it, I'm going. Uh, Jonathan says seafood. Jabu says seafood. Uh, let's see what else it's, we it's got. It's a landlocked state. We live in a landlocked state. The Frankie again coming tough. back with the steakhouse and like yeah, I think Frankie kind of convinced me a little bit. Fine dining from Dwayne. He's trying to get the bang for his buck. Go fine dining. Orlando says Cajun cuisine. I love it and support it, but I don't have the palate for it because I am very bad with spicy food. Any sort of spice, I'm very, very bad. And it sucks because I love Cajun, um, but it, ju it just kicks my butt, man. I can't do it. It's probably the other reason why I'm like against chicken and hot chicken and stuff. It's just oh, I'm miserable. I'm just sitting here miserable the whole time. Um, Jace is opening an Olive Garden, so he's – I don't know if that's serious or not, but if you it is, then, then he's with me. You can uh, talk to him about going in on that. Yeah, let me, come, let me come help you out with your Olive Garden because I have a passion for it. Trust me out here. Uh, steak, pizza, and meatloaf from Patrick Boyd. Jarrell says, soul food, a steakhouse from Jimmy. Mongolian, all you can eat from Steven. Getting creative with it too. That would, that's not a bad one. I also like Chinese and, and Mongolian a lot. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, John says he would say no to Olive Garden. It stinks. Tim says it's fake Italian. So these are the people that you're talking about that are like, if it's not good Italian. Look, I know that it's standard. Listen, I know that it stinks. I come from Chicago. I know what good Italian is. Okay. I, I'm aware. I'm an Olive Garden guy. Like, I, it's not my choice. I, I'm not putting it on the same pedestal as, you know, Tuscany and some of these other like you know big time Italian places, uh, but I love it. By the way, if you want a good Italian place in Nashville, Vialba, Vialba okay. and Nippers Corner, go check that place out. So, I so found all, it. All Garden scratches that itch for you, huh? So so I'm and I'm I'm curious. It, the, the... It, it is as basic surface level as it can get, but it's like noodles and a nice chicken parm or something, and mm -hmm. like it'll fill the need for now at an affordable rate. So. I'm curious as to whether or not the Olive Garden haters are Chipotle lovers because that's kind of one and the same. You know, you can't like one and hate the other because they're both ripping it off. <laughs> Devin and says I, the concerning thing is that Sam thinks Olive Garden is – the Olive Garden is Italian. I mean, it is Italian objectively. It's not good Italian, but it is Italian. I mean, it's – that is their branding of it. Uh, th this is very rude of you guys to say about a, a national chain that tells you that you are family when you are here. That, like – how how disrespect they told you Very you were slow. family and everybody's hating on Olive Garden. I endless would never... breadsticks too, or is it endless soup? It's one of the two. Um, I'm changing my answer. Oh no! Okay, brunch brunch in Nashville works. No brunch in Nashville works, and you know what? You know who you're I'm doing this is like with? a money grab though. This is like well, uh, I'm, I'm, this is going to be functional here. We're not just we're not just here to lose all of our money. So you know what? I, I'm anti putting my name on the building. But I make my first phone call, Taylor Lawan. You know what we call it? Lawan's pancakes. Everyone goes. I think you're onto something. Everyone goes. Pre-game before the Titans game, you go to Lawan's pancakes. You get you a nice, a nice stack. I think it works. Well, we pancake have... pantry lines are impossible. You can't deal with those. So you need to have an alternative that's not as busy. But you're talking brunch? Like what what? I think that I think Luan's pancakes does better as a breakfast house than a brunch. It's, it's the same thing. 
No, it's not. A brunch is like I'm gonna wear my best Easter shirt and sit down with uh like like people and be all proper and you know and that's brunch to me. Versus like if I'm going to the Waffle House, that's breakfast. I think I think Luan's pancakes plays better as a Waffle House type deal than it does a brunch place type deal. Okay, high end Waffle House, we'll call it. Where you can no, actually, it no. doesn't even need to be high end. Why does it need to be high end? Just pancakes. Just make well, just higher in the Waffle House, which is essentially just, just like building pancakes, a restaurant. Taylor Luan's name on it, and I, I think you're there. I, I think you're there. Okay, I like where we ended up here. I'm, yeah, I'm, see, I'm you're viewing it as the business thing. I'm taking it as more of what do I want to eat for the rest of my life, which. uh you know, Italian's just dynamic, but I do like that steakhouse answer. That might have, uh, that might have convinced me. But uh, Jack, that is all for today on this Monday. Uh, thank you for filling in. You will be back Wednesday. Zach Bingham will be back with me here tomorrow morning, uh, and then I'll be on with Zach Thursday through Friday as well. We're going to keep unpacking the NFL Combine. The quarterbacks, uh, rumors about which quarterbacks the Titans might like and keep an eye on Jeffrey Simmons and his contract situation as well. Seeing uh, maybe a little bit of a free agency preview as well. That's right around the corner. And the NFL world does not sleep this time of year. It's the the special league that manages to be on 24-7. So uh, stick around. Join us tomorrow. Like I said, me and Zach Bingham, we are talking uh, about the NFL Combine, previewing free agency, and so much more throughout this week. Go ahead and check out a to z sports.com uh, for all of the latest Titans news in article format. And check us out on Twitter at ATOZ Sports on Twitter to keep up with all things A to Z and all things Titans. All right. Thank you guys. We will see you tomorrow.